Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. Don Hoover, welcome back to I Work Room. You're going to be like old hat at this radio thing. Hey, it's great to have you guys back again. We have preoccupied his office pretty much all week. It's been incredible, and we love that that when we get open, open armed, welcome into the community, Don. But this show, we're not going to talk about the Pocket Testimony League too much. We're not going to talk about Binkley and Hurst. We're not going to talk about you pretty much. We're really going to talk about this ministry you're involved in that has impacted people out there in their workplace, Business Community Network. Tell us about that. Business Community Network is something that emerged out of uh, what we were actually talking about in the previous uh, couple of days' broadcasts here, just dangling a carrot there for him to go back and get the get the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, uh, so we were getting together, and we're celebrating what God's doing, and we're wondering who else is out there that might be experiencing some of the same God-oriented, God-ordered things that we were experiencing. And so we just got together, uh, started meeting at one local restaurant here, uh, and there were four or five of us the first time, and that thing grew pretty rapidly, and uh, we decided to make it more regional. So we multiplied out from there. Um, basically, BCN is simply, uh, the moniker there would be God drawing people into relationship through the marketplace. And that's exactly what it is. There's no, there's no dues. There's no hierarchy. There's no, uh, pretty much nothing more than just guys getting together typically, uh, once a month to do breakfast and then to celebrate what God is doing and invite others to come into relationship. And that again, of course, would be, uh, vertically with others in the marketplace and horizontally into relationship with Christ. So it's guys. Um, uh, mostly, no well, uh, ladies are welcome, certainly. But um, the way that's unfolded for the most part is it's mostly men. It seems like the gals are getting kids ready for school and and uh, aren't wild about getting up at 5 in the morning or 5.30 to get ready to come to a 6 or 6.30 meeting. So it has been, for the most part, male. Okay, so you got a bunch of guys getting together, and, and I love that. I love that you're talking about it. You said God drawing people in a relationship in the marketplace. Now, not everybody that works in an organization near you feels like they're part of the marketplace. People in hospitals, people in the government, people in the military, people in um, uh, education, they don't see themselves as part of the marketplace, but are they welcome? In your group they're absolutely welcome and it started out again as as you might say business leaders or key influencers or whatever um actually we're in the process right now it's interesting you would you would note that we're in the process of tweaking that to um, change it from god drawing people into relationship through the marketplace to God drawing people into relationship through the workplace, and that certainly covers most of us. And that's really what we talk about in I Work Room. We talk about both the marketplace and workplace, because even though people in the hospitals, people in the government, people in the military, people in education are really part of the marketplace, mm-hmm. they don't, don't see themselves that way. They've been taught that, well, their work is not part of the marketplace. So right. I just want to make sure I ask that question so that people know what's BCN all about, because our whole goal is, when we're done with the show, that you guys can use this to help promote BCN. Now, you said you're in multiple locations. Or we are. in multiple regions, I think is what you said. So where are you at? Um, right now, there are, what, I believe five groups that are meeting on a regular basis. And uh, again, each of them has a bit of their own personality. But there's one the far- farthest away would be about an hour's drive south of here. And the rest are sprinkled uh, probably 45 minutes north of here. And then the rest right here around Lancaster City. So you're not running all of them. you got different people running each one. I'm not running any of them. Wow, that's um, even cool. I am... <laughs> 
Yeah, that's what they all think, too. Um, (laughs) Many of them sent emails going, hey, how come Don's always doing all the talking? That's what they say. I said, it's not true. Yeah, that's not true. Now, what it amounts to, though, is that there are facilitators. Like Fred Everly is one of the guys uh, with us here today. And and Fred is one who was part of the group that Dan and I were a part of, and Jeff, actually, here at Lidditz. And uh, um, um, Fred said, you know what? I would be willing to uh, begin to lead my own group. And so we multiplied that out of there. And now Fred meets... The second Tuesday of the month, for example, we meet the third, the other group meets the third Wednesday of the month. And uh, it's just awesome because they're, you know, people are able to choose. If you can't get to one for one reason or another, one week, you can go to the other one the next week or back and forth. So talk about what, what kind of conversations, what are you talking about? In those gatherings? Yeah. Uh, we're talking about Jesus. We're talking about... I mean, that's uh, good. That's a good Sunday school answer. I mean, really, though, a <laughs> bunch of marketplace, workplace guys aren't coming at 5 o'clock to hear about Jesus. They want to know how Jesus applies to what? That's exactly right. We are talking about Jesus as the root and source of all things. Um, so what's God doing in your heart? What's um, What have you seen God do in the last 10 days? How do we celebrate that? Um, who are you praying for? That's one of Fred's favorite questions. Mm-hmm. Who are you praying for? What are you seeing God do in their life? Uh, there's uh, Fred's group. There's, I'd say, probably a little higher level of, you might say, accountability, uh, where he is putting forth some initiatives to to lead these guys to be thinking and praying intentionally and more more specifically and deeply into a given uh, situation or need. Um, the other group is probably a little bit more celebratory. Wow, it was awesome this week when we see it, saw God do this or do that. So it, again, each has a, a its, mix, but its own personality. Exactly. When you were on our website, iWorkForHim.com, did you uh, check out the iWorkForHim Nation? Did you ever click on that flag? I did, not. Okay. I did not. So let me tell you what that's about, because that might be helpful for BCN. So the okay. iWorkForHim Nation is not a club. Okay. It is a covenant between a somebody in their workplace and our father <clears throat> making a commitment to do these things. Start praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day. By name, each and every day. These are the things that God led me through after I got introduced to Oz Hillman's Daily Devotions. Start praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day. Look for ways to serve them over and above how your what your job requires you to do. Then look for ways to befriend them outside of the workplace because that's where real relationships build and that's where we have a chance to really be authentic and transparent about what Jesus has done in our lives. Look for ways to pray with people when you notice they're having a rough day, but all along being a person of excellence so that those people will know that there's something remarkably stark different about you, and it's Jesus, because we should be the best, the brightest, number one employees in our position in our company. That's what the I Work for Him Nation pledge is all about. It's a covenant that God just kind of laid out for me. That was what I saw. I had to put into action. So it's out there for anybody. Nothing, no charge. And every time, anytime somebody clicks on the flag and signs up, they get a personal email from me. And we've got, that's how I know we've got listeners all over the globe, because we get people joining that all in, on every continent, except Antarctica, which is a continent, but they don't have any radio or internet. So I'm <laughs> Lots so, of ice. A lot of ice. All right. Now, you've got three guys in a room yes. that are all part of BCN. Yes. And people can check out BCN online, bcnlife.org, bcnlife.org. Martha, do you want to talk today? All right. I'll get back to Martha in a second. <laughs> Dom, why don't you introduce the three guys, and then by then we'll probably be out of time. We'll get these three guys in the next three segments. The three gentlemen that we have here today with us are Mr. Fred Eberly. Fred um, works for Toshiba. We have Mr. Jeff Conrad. Jeff is a local judge here in Lancaster City in in, uh, southeastern Pennsylvania. And we have Mr. Dan Heller, who uh, manages a group of businesses here in the region. 
So Fred, let's start with you. And what led you then from, um, you know, just childhood and knowing Jesus as your savior to where you are today in your occupation and your connection to BCN? Yeah. Um, you know, it's been it's been a interesting road. Always is when you're following God because you never know what's going on. What what are you <laughs> going to do with you next? But it's been a fun thing with just leaning, um, you know, leaning into God as as I've grown from you know my twenties and kind of serving myself in the midst of knowing what I should be doing to following what I wanted to be doing to then um, y- you know getting married later in life and and kind of understanding the sacrifice that goes along with that. Um, God just sort of laid in on me. I want to know why you're focusing on the sacrifice getting involved in marriage. What about the beauty of marriage? <laughs> it is awesome, but it was dying to myself is what I was doing in some of that. Because I lived, I, I ran a, a sport bike club in my 20s, so we were doing a lot of the fast motorcycles all over the East Coast. And, and you uh, only had to think about yourself, Only probably. had to think about myself. I get where and, you were uh, going with that. Exactly. <laughs> and so it, it really, God turned that around on me, and, and, and he really convicted me in what I was doing because it was... Uh, it was weekends, it was it was fun, but it was all about what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know what, it's not all about you. And um, so that was sort of the settling down in my own uh, will, mm-hmm. I would say, and sacrificing that over to, hey, God, I want to follow you first and foremost. And and nothing better teaches you that than marriage and kids. You know, the, you, you're oh. constantly sacrificing and, and living for someone other than yourself. You know, the ethical piece of how we do business, even even in in the day-to-day transactions inside our company can make a big difference of doing the right thing even though hey that would have been a great you know pile of money to have um but even beyond that it's you know we'll talk more about this stuff but it's it's seeing the day-to-day things that God does when we're working with someone that you know is living in a sinful manner you know I had a guy a couple years ago who uh, was on a trip with him and he's just you know he's having sex with women that are, you know, he's just doing all kinds of crazy stuff that I'm like, man, that that is quite the life you've got there. But he was realizing, he was coming to the end of his rope and realizing this is not quite right. And he knew where I stood mm-hmm. from a prior engagement. And, uh, and that's part of vocalizing where we stand. When those moments come up, we can go, look, you know, here's what I believe. Here's what God's done with me, and you know, if, if God's bugging you, you better listen because right. it's it's your turn. So, Jeff, t- at what point in time did you realize that your work as an attorney and now as a judge that that work mattered to God? At what point in time did you realize that you had a call in your life and it was to be in the law system? Well, I felt that early on. I came out of high school and wanted nothing but to get into the Marine Corps, so I, I joined the the Marines after uh, college as a second lieutenant. And I spent some time in the Marine Corps, and it was great to see how you could infuse Christ into the Marines, which I always loved. And then after uh, I was injured in the Marines and came home, got involved in politics. So I ran for county commissioner in a smaller county north of here, Perry County, and was elected as the the youngest county commissioner. And then did that for one term and then decided to go to law school. So went to law school and came down here to Lancaster in 2000 to prosecute. And so I prosecuted for seven years in the district attorney's office, and then 2007 left the DA's office to win a private practice. And that's what brings me into BCN, because in our law firm, we wanted to do things just a little bit differently. I was happy to try to bring people in, and I figured whoever God brought through that door, he brought to me for a reason. 
And so I wanted to help their legal needs. But in addition, we were going to do things a little bit differently and try to get into their hearts to find out what drove them to get into the predicament they were in. And so trying to figure out ways to uh, infuse Christ into that, people said, you can't do that. You're going to offend people. And I said, I don't really care because if you're offended, you can go down the street to another attorney. (laughs) And uh, they said the business model will never work. Well, it did work. And people came. They just kept coming through the door. So we were really blessed and trying to help people out with not just their legal needs, but their spiritual needs and doing it very intentionally really worked out as a business model. So how do you do that? Because, you know, I, I love the way you said it, because they've gotten into that predicament because of something. Right. What You know, it takes two for pretty much every situation that you're in. So um, how then are you addressing that and, and what kind of results are you seeing? Well, when you have, I mean, even, even in the body Christ, and I think we have a responsibility to police the body Christ. And we had, uh, you know, for instance, a, a pastor who had struck his wife. Uh, he had knocked a phone out of her hand. When I smack you in the hand, that's a simple assault. When he came in the door, he was pretty high and mighty. He didn't think he'd done anything wrong. He thought he had a right to do that. And so I had to deal with his legal needs for being you know, uh, charged with simple assault. But then I had to address the heart needs to say, hey, pastor, you think it might be time for you to wake up and show a little humility and treat your wife differently? And so we dealt with the pastor's heart. And got him to come down off his high horse and humble himself to his wife. He needed a little Ephesians five twenty five time. You betcha. Wow. That sermon. And I was happy to give it to him. I betcha. <laughs> 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 All right, Dan Heller. What about you, Flintrock? Tell us about that. Tell us about your job. Tell us about how you learned and why you learned and how you learned that your work mattered to God. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's been a journey. I think uh, you know when I was younger, uh, even in in high school and college, uh, knew that I wanted to be in business. Always loved business, had an entrepreneurial spirit, and so uh, at the same time had uh, a lot of family members who were involved in ministry, uh, pastors, and and different uh, full time uh, vocational ministries, um, and so uh, also recognized that God had uh, an eternal uh, plan and perspective and vision for my life, and so it was kind of reconciling what that looks like. And originally, I think perceived that as two different paths. Uh, which one am I going to pursue? Am I going to pursue business uh, or am I going to pursue uh, a God-sized uh, mission? Um, and it was uh, through getting involved. So in- you, were, you were presenting yourself with false a false narrative. Exactly. Pursue ministry or business. Exactly. Instead of a business dream. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I think, you know, through the process, God had me on a journey of learning um, and through getting involved with uh, business and then uh, bumping into uh, Don through a, an industry association um, and spending some time with him and, and then getting involved in uh, uh, BCN uh, has been one of the, the many great encouragements uh, along those lines of what does it mean to live out your faith and be on mission every single day in the marketplace and in the workplace. Uh, so it's been, uh, it's been a fun journey uh, to be on and, and I've learned a lot. All right, Dan Heller, back to you, Flint Rock, Flint Rock Corporation. You said you're serving the, the, the ag industry. I know you're avoiding the corporate, avoiding the question. It must be I something. I think it was a big umbrella is it what was it big, was. Big, big <laughs> umbrella. All right, how, how does your faith impact what you do every day? How does my faith impact what I do every day? Well, you know, there's opportunities every day to be on mission in the workplace. And that's what I love about uh, a perspective and paradigm shift of thinking about uh, business 
and a mission separately uh, versus thinking about them being one and the same and recognizing them truly for what they are, uh, missional opportunities every day in the workplace and in the marketplace. Um, so it's, it's uh, fantastic. You know, I think about, uh, as I look back and think about, well, if I pursued another mission or, or may, who knows where I would have wound up at some place in the world, I'm convinced that today I have more mission opportunities every single day uh, with those I interact with, with uh, associates, with uh, business uh, folks, clients, customers, vendors, uh, employees. Um, there is opportunities. There's a lot of hurting people out mm -hmm. there who are looking for solutions and for an answer and for uh, a word of truth. And it's just uh, fantastic to pe see people light up when they recognize that uh, God has a plan for them um, and has a purpose for them. And uh, that's that's a good thing. You know, I forget uh, what, what famous person was that said I need to be continually uh, filled with the Holy Spirit because I leak. Um, and the opportunity to That's be... That's good. The, yeah, the, the it might have been John Piper, but uh, at any rate, uh, the opportunity to be continually encouraged, renewed, refreshed. I think even the best of people need to be continually re re renewed and refreshed and encouraged. Uh, we gain synergy uh, from being around people who ha are like-minded. Uh, BCN is an opportunity to uh, really tap into that synergy that happens when you get around people who are passionate about Christ in the marketplace and in the workplace. Cool things happen. You hear stories. You hear what does that look like uh, from a practical standpoint. Maybe this has intrigued you enough to go, hey, I want to start something like that in my area. I am sure Don Hoover would be willing to talk to you about it. Check it out online bcnlife.org bcnlife.org You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host Jim and Martha Brangenberg We're Christ followers, our workplace is our mission field, but ultimately I, I work, work for him. him Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts Jim and Martha Brangenberg Want more? Hear the full broadcast at iworkforhim.com Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at iworkforhim.com or follow us on social media at iworkforhim and finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at iWorkForHim and online, iWorkForHim.com.